All right, my food mood friends, welcome back. Shandra's ass is in on a sea. Oh wait, all my rings on. Making a video on a Monday morning. It's actually President's Day, and my daughter's upstairs playing, and I've been making all these videos more last minute, which has been a little bit nice to like be more in real time. So I'm making this video the week that it's coming out. So that's a little little update in my world and I actually really thought about making this video over the weekend the so my group has started um, which has been really awesome we had our first meeting last week and it was really great um, yeah I'm I'm looking forward to this new incarnation of of working with clients and really finding new ways to get all of this food education, mood education into a different format. Welcome. Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zas, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. And I, I love challenges. I love new hard things, so I'm totally loving it. And one of the, as I'm, as I'm racking my brain, I'm like, okay, how do I distill these different pieces of information? One of the things that I'm really encouraging is for people to, people in my group to send me pictures of their food, which is something that I always encourage people to do because a picture is worth a thousand words and seeing what my clients are eating is just so helpful in me giving them my brain, my food brain, particularly my food brain, on what they're eating and how it's affecting how they're feeling. And so one of the things that I really like to work on is food beliefs. And so food beliefs have to do with like what we think about food. So what we've thought about food or what marketers have told us to think about food and how that affects our food choices. And one of my one of the common things that I hear, which which is something that I've heard the last couple of weeks is that, you know, I really love my comfort foods and it, it feels a little bit like an Achilles heel and I know they're not really good for me, but I really love them. And so we play with this dynamic of like, well, what are the comfort foods that you're eating <clears throat> and how are they making you feel? And what most people don't think about is what's actually the ingredients inside of them. So I had one of my clients send me a picture of, they have like a favorite mac and cheese that they eat. And I said, send me the pictures of the ingredients. And he said, um, he, so he sent it to me and inside the ingredients are a whole bunch of what I would consider man-made calories. So they're not really nourishing foods. I like to think about foods as whole grains, whole fats. Well, I really try to catch the word good and bad fats or good and bad anything with food because when we feel like we're doing something bad, then we feel bad. And when we feel bad, the, the common connection is that then we do something to make us feel better. Like if we feel guilty or shamed or wrong, then our, the natural instinct is for our brain to want to feel better. And we often feel better by eating comfort foods. So it's like, I don't wanna label the comfort foods. I love comfort foods. I love sweet potatoes with ghee and kraut and salt or popcorn with olive oil and nutritional yeast. Like there's a lot of really delicious and comforting foods but they actually have foods in them and they don't have like man-made calories or what I like to what I like to categorize as like chemicals or stabilizers ingredients that make the foods really profitable 
and really help keep them on the shelf for a long time and make them feel taste really addictive that makes us want more and more and more and aren't satisfied like when we eat real fats like animal fats and like fats that are not empty when they're really nourishing our body we feel satiated versus when we eat fats that in the 80s we were brainwashed to think was better for us and actually even goes back farther in the 80s into this world of thinking that animal fat saturated fats were bad for us and these polyunsaturated highly processed oils were cleaner better but now we're really seeing that it was it's really not true that these these man-made oils are really really harmful to our health hello my friend how are you I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. And so I asked this client who sent me the mac and cheese and I was like, do you know about seed oils? And he's like, no, no clue. And then I also went to my mom's house. And if you've watched these videos, you know, she was the first person that actually signed up for my group. And so she, I've been really careful. Um, I think, you know, with our families and our friends, it's really delicate conversation to have around foods and I really try to work as being like a resource and an inspiration, but not someone who kind of comes in and, and I've definitely failed at this in my past for sure, but it's a relationship that I try to walk delicately of like, how do I be a resource and offer help, but without judging you or making you wrong or bad, but also still being educational. So my mom is one, was, one of the, was the first person that signed up for my group and I went to visit her this last weekend. And so combined with like having the mac and cheese and the question with my client with the seed oils, and then my mom actually, I said, what can we do? Well, it was, we celebrated her birthday. It was like, how can I help you? And she's like, would you clean out my pantry? And I was like, sure, I would love to. And I'm looking at the, she had a, I won't go into that whole story, but she had an influence in her pantry. <laughs> so it wasn't just her choices. Her, my dad used, my dad used to be really health minded. He, he died 10 years ago. Um, and he was really health focused and really did his best. My mom has kind of had really good genes and hasn't really had to worry about her health, which I think is a, for people who have really good genes and they can get away with stuff most of their life and then at some point they often hit this wall and they're like, why why can I not keep eating what I've been eating? Why am I having all these symptoms? What's 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 wrong? I used, I used to be able to eat all this kind of stuff. So there's an interesting switch over there. So between the mac and cheese and looking at those ingredients and then being in my mom's pantry and actually I almost, I almost did a video from her pantry. It would actually have been really cool to do a video from her pantry, but it just wasn't in the flow of the weekend. I didn't wanna, I, didn't, I just chose not to. So I'm doing the video here and I almost brought home, I threw away a huge seed oil and canola oil. I think one was called vegetable oil and one was called canola oil. Um, but they, I put them in the same category as seed oils. And so I wanna, I'm gonna offer you this resource below this video, wherever you're seeing this or whatever content you're reading, I'm gonna put this link on all of the posts this week for the $100 billion ingredient that is making your food toxic. So my partner actually sent me a couple of these clips from somebody else quoting him. Um, and I ended up finding the full video. It's a half hour video. And I actually asked my family, I said, I wanted my partner to see it and I wanted my mom to see it and my brother was there, I wanted my brother to see it. And I was like, how about, can we sit down and watch this all together? I'd really like you guys all to see this. I'd love to see what you think about it. And I'd love to give you some inspiration of why this ingredient is so important to bring awareness to because when we, our food beliefs, like what we think about food is what 
creates our habits, what we're eating and not eating. So when we believe that seed oils are okay for us to eat, then we eat them. And when we can get an idea and a belief in our mind of like, wow, this is one of the most important things that I can do to help my health is actually avoid seed oils. It's, it helps change our habits. And so I presented this video to my family and we watched it. And I really, really highly recommend you watching it also. It's something that we cut out when we, when I did a public, um, a free public food reset, 14 day food reset, I think three years ago now, I asked my partner, cause I'm not really the science person. I'm way more of the experimental. I like learn things and then I try it on in my own body and I see how does it feel for me. And I asked him, I was like, can you help me figure out what the science about this is? And as he went down the rabbit hole to figure out what, is he, what it was, he was like, oh my gosh. And it actually inspired him to even be way more aware of seed oils. And so for the last three years, we have really eaten very, very minimal seed oils. Not never, like going out to a restaurant, it's pretty hard. Although there is an app called SOS, Seed Oil Scout, that nationally will tell you where you can find seed oil free meals in restaurants, maybe not the whole restaurant, but at least the restaurant offers a couple options. And so that is a really great resource. So watch the YouTube video under, like get into your brain why it's important to pay attention to seed oils. Then you can use a seed oil, SOS app, seed oil scout app to find restaurants. And the biggest thing I just really wanna offer is like really know that not, our bodies need oils. We, need, we crave and we need oils. And the oils that are easier for our body to use and that nourish our cells, nourish our brain, are the olive oil, the, the animal fat. Although I will say that with animal fat, you really wanna be cautious of having organic animal fat or grass-fed animal fat because we, all of us living beings, store toxins in our fat. And so it's really important when you're eating butter or tallow or fat from an animal that the animal is a really healthy animal because otherwise, if they have a bunch of antibiotics, if they're sick, if they've got a bunch of toxins, if they're in a, they're living a really unhealthy life, then those toxins get stored in their fat. So fat from unhealthy animals is not the best for us. So it's really important to eat animal fat that's really is healthy. It's a healthy animal. So animal fats are really good. So we have ghee. This is actually not my favorite brand of ghee. There's another one, ancient, ancient something that I really love that's on my Amazon list. But ghee is really good. It's clarified butter from, from cows. Coconut oil is really good. It's not one of my favorites, but it's it's good. Olive oil, we actually shop a lot at Costco right now. And this is actually one of our favorite olive oils. So this is one of our big oils. And then avocado oil, this is a pretty decent one. Mountain Rose has a really, really nice cold pressed avocado oil. It's not cheap, so the moment we're not buying it. But the idea is use these fats in your diet. And honestly, in my opinion, listen to your body and eat as much as your body says as long as you're not eating the seed oils, because seed oils, which would be your canola oil, your vegetable oil, your sunflower oil, your sunflower oil, your safflower oil, all of these seed, grape seed oil, they're, they go through an extremely high extraction process with a lot of chemicals in order to extract some oil. And so, <laughs> my daughter is coming down here. Kalisa, can you give me a couple more minutes? Thank you. 
So these seed oils take a lot of machinery and heating and to extract the oils and then they're pretty gross and gray. You can see it in the video, it shows it. They're gross and gray and they smell really bad. And so then they go through this really intense process to strip out all the gray, gross stuff and the smells so that they look appetizing. Because if you ate the seed, if you saw the seed oil before it was cleaned, you, your body would say no, your nose would say no, your body would say no, but they've kind of tricked our body and taken all the gross stinky stuff out that says don't eat this. And then it, and then we, they put it in lots of foods because it's really cheap. It's a cheap oil. This is one of the reasons that a lot of restaurants and a lot of companies use it. And like one of the biggest points that this video points out, the $100 million ingredient that's making it too toxic, the issue is that it oxidizes really easily. And so when it goes into our body, it oxidizes. And in the video, it just points to many studies, human and animal studies that point out how it has a big connection with heart disease. It has a big connection with Alzheimer's disease. It has a big connection with like death. Like it, it is really the opposite of healthy. And I would even go one step further and say what happens is that our bodies need oils and so we crave them. It's an important craving to listen to. But when we're eating seed oils, we're not satisfying that craving. And so we just want more and more and more versus if you eat butter, grass-fed butter, good olive oil, you can eat and listen to your body's cues and listen to that satiated feeling. We don't, oils are really, oils and fats are a really important, important part of our diet. It's just that we need to eat the good ones. And it talks about how the marketing and this video, I just really, really, really recommend it to help you change your food belief and help you start turning over your labels and looking at what oils you're consuming in your foods. And what it really means if you really stop eating seed oils is it's you're pretty much stopping most processed foods because most processed foods are made with seed oils, unfortunately. And it's, it's a life changer. I really feel a difference when I eat seed oils. Like once you have a baseline where you're not eating them and then you eat them, you really feel them in your, I really feel my energy drop. I feel getting heavier. They talk in the video about like feelings of fatigue. You wanna say something? No? You wanna say hi? Hi! <laughs> so, helping you change your food beliefs, bringing awareness to seed oils, listening to your body with really good oils, nourishing our body and our brain with really good oils, and questioning the seed oils that oxidize, that harm our health, that make us die quicker, and zap our energy. So, on that note, Come join my food and mood program, learn all about the foods that make you feel good and make you feel not so good, make you feel energized and on and make you feel kind of <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for your time and attention. Come join my program and I'll see you soon.